0: It's like this planet is next in line. They travel
1: from world to world, making everyone stupid. Oh my God, they're like flying
0: televisions.
1: This is the Rogue Planet Podcast, taking you straight into the future,
2: but uh, sort of. So what if I love a robot? It's not hurting anybody. Listen, an
0: internet. West Listening.
2: hello friends and welcome to the rogue planet podcast i'm jason mcclellan and we are back 2015 first episode and guess what it's a party today maureen ellsbury and caleb hangs are here hey guys hey yay all right that was fun thanks guys we'll see you next time later goodbye everybody Uh oh so it's great to have you guys back um I guess we haven't talked since uh, the holidays. We had the holidays in between our last podcast. And, and Caleb, it's been a long time since we've had you on the show. So welcome back, my friend. But uh, how were your holidays? It's good to be back. Uh, my holidays were... They were they were lazy. They were good. Isn't that what holidays Usually are the, for?
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes the holidays, they're like, I don't know, really, really hectic. And you're running around That's trying right. to see everybody. But yeah. But this year, it was just kind of like... Everybody that I really want to see, I'm going to see at this big uh, camping trip in um, in a couple of weekends. So around the house, laying around watching their hoopestral.
2: Well, holidays, yeah, they are like this crazy stressful and drama-filled time, most of the time for people with family drama and everything else going on. So this year, my wife and I, Plan to escape all of that and just run away to Vegas. So for Christmas, we went to Vegas on Christmas Day, and that's what we did for Christmas. And it was amazing. Nice. Amazing. So I'm going to do it next year. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> next year's the Bahamas. Yeah,
0: well, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. That would be nice. How about you, Maureen? How were your holidays?
0: Well, I mean, they were good. I did, um uh, we talked about her on the show before. My grandma who sent me the Yeti mail. Yes. Uh, she passed away on Christmas Eve, yes. so um, oh. that was a little bit of a bummer to the yeah. holiday. Yeah. Um, so I've been back and forth to Seattle twice in the last uh, couple of weeks, but, you know, she was 92, lived a good life, so holidays were still uh, family, drinking, hanging out, laughing, celebrating, so it was good.
2: And we've got Grandma's Letter Immortalized on the Rug Planet podcast.
0: Yeah, yes, we That's certainly cool. do. Awesome. <laughs> awesome
2: well yeah like i said i was in vegas and i i we talked about this before i think about wanting to go on the vegas high roller their world's largest observation wheel they've got there and i finally did it and i gotta say i was really impressed i wasn't expecting to be impressed but i was impressed and i wouldn't have been impressed had i been in a normal car but i paid the extra five dollars or whatever it is to get in the happy half hour car where they roll in a bar cart and you're in there for the half hour ride and you get all you can drink it's all
0: you can drink for half an hour for five bucks
2: well five bucks more so it's like 25 bucks instead of 20 bucks or whatever it is yeah so you're paying five bucks yeah so as long as you get even getting a drink (laughs) you're getting your money's worth but uh it depends on you know the the peak time and and if there are a lot of people in vegas at that time and a lot of people doing this i was with uh with jess my wife and and her family and and another friend we were the only people in the happy half hour car so it was like we had a private bar and we got loaded Woohoo! it was awesome nice so i'll do it again
0: Next time we're in Vegas, I'm doing that.
2: Yeah. And I did it during the day because it's cheaper during the day. Um, they charge more at night because people want to see the twinkly lights. And I get that. But, you know, I like seeing the strip. And so I thought during the day it's going to be pretty awesome too. And the pictures are going to be better. And so we did it during the day. And we got our own car. So pretty awesome. Saved money. Got drunk. I dig it.
0: Yeah, that's
2: fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk some news. There's been a lot of stuff. Oh, another Uh, thing I want to mention that happened over the holidays, uh, just a random celebrity sighting. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I posted about this. But uh, I was in Target, walking around Target here in Boise, Idaho, and I walked by a guy and, like, I look in – we're walking by and, like, our eyes – like, we we see each other and I walk by – and he can tell I recognized him, and I turn around and do a double take, and it was really awkward. But then I I look at Jess, and I say, um, that's Aaron Paul right there. Bitch. So what? He's like, yo, bitch. No, I did hear him say that on the phone, actually. But um, she <laughs> said, so what, oh, where? Wow. And I was all, the guy we just walked by, that's Aaron Paul. And, like, we both turn and stare, and he, like, sees us staring. It was pretty funny. And nobody was was recognizing him for the longest time. And so we acted like little – starstruck children and kind of went in the aisle right next to him and he was on the on the phone talking to somebody telling him that uh he's got a movie in theaters now i guess he's in that movie what is it the exodus or whatever it is about the bible
0: yeah the exodus
2: yeah so he's in that apparently but he was telling somebody they had to go see it but yeah it was just funny listening to him on a phone conversation and then i was going to man up and ask him to take a picture with me. I hate doing that though. I hate bothering people and interfering in their private lives. I think because he's from Boise and and he has family here and being at Target, he was with somebody else. And I imagine it was probably like a sibling or something. And he was he- helping them like shop for their dorm or something. I don't know. But uh, so I was, all, I'm not going to get a picture with him, but when I did go back and find him, He was just mobbed. Like, people finally realized he was there. And, like, Target employees were coming up and, like, sneaking pictures with their cell phones. It was the funniest thing to watch.
0: Aaron Paul, obviously, for everyone who's listening, best known for his obscure role appearance on one episode of The X-Files. Yes. (laughs) Yes. No, actually, Jason, you just reminded me of an awkward story, which is similar, except for I'm not this, like, great celebrity. Yeah. But, so... We celebrate Christmas on my mom's side of You're the family. You're a great
2: celebrity to us. I will <laughs> say that.
0: Yeah, well, so we go to my dad's side of the family's house, and um, I meet my cousin's boyfriend, and he, he was there. And then at one point he said, hey, I've seen your show. And I was like, oh, yeah, ha-ha, and walked away, figuring you know, he watched it because he knew I was um, this girl's cousin. Like, maybe she made him watch it or something. Then I find out later that, no, she came home one day, and he was watching my show, and he's this big fan. And that's the only reason she convinced him to come to the Christmas party was because I was going to be there. So the whole time we were there, he was, like, creeping around the corner, like, trying to stand close to me. And at one time, I heard him say, I can't believe I know somebody who has an IMDb profile. And I quickly oh my God. walked away. <laughs> And sat next to my mom. <laughs> and then when I was wow. leaving, You know, it, it was just kind of weird. And I you know, I'm in a position where I'm somewhere with my family and I don't really want to be like fanned on. And uh as I was walking out, I said goodbye to the family there. I only see them once a year, you know. And and then he said, I'm really glad you got to meet me. And I was like, What? Okay. <laughs> An
2: odd way to phrase it.
0: Yeah. But so I get it. Aaron Paul probably doesn't want to be bugged in his hometown either.
2: That's right.
1: You should have just told the guy that if he donated, like, $10 to the No Agenda podcast, he can have an IMDb profile, too.
0: Yeah, I know, right? It's not that exciting, buddy.
2: What a weirdo. But those moments are are kind of fun, if only because they make good stories later. Yeah, much later. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about news. We, we already mentioned... The X-Files on this episode, so we'll go into Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson was just on the Nerdist podcast, and it was a fantastic interview. She is such a doll, and it was a, a lot of fun to listen to that. And she's so funny because, of course, Chris Hardwick and the team bring up X-Files. They're talking about X-Files and then talking about um, you know, her pitching a X files to Fox, having them bring it back, and – and do another run at it and she seemed genuinely surprised and and skeptical that anybody would be interested in watching that um hello yeah everyone She's, wants to watch that
0: she was doing crack
2: <laughs> probably she even talked about her boobies on the show so anybody who likes jillian anderson nice. listen and listen to the the uh her appearance on the nerdist podcast but uh Yeah, I mean, they they got this whole thing going, trying to get people to to, uh, post on Twitter with the hashtag X-Files 2015. And uh, I don't know. She seemed a little more into it uh, moving forward with the idea than she has in the past. And I know it's come up before, so I don't know why it seemed like such a shocker to her that people are interested in having X-Files come back. So we'll, we'll see if anything happens. I mean, I think it will. The demand keeps growing, it seems.
0: I've been teased about this for, for years now, so um, I'm not holding my breath, so to speak. But it would be really, really awesome to see it as long as it doesn't ruin our lives after it comes out. Like, you know, let's say a little crystal school.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is the, the, the risk. And, you know, they like we've been talking about the movie. I mean, they definitely need to do another movie to make up for the last one. Right. Uh, So I don't know.
1: But I would really like... Speaking
2: of a... Yeah, go for it.
1: Oh, I was just saying, speaking of holding your breath for a a TV show reboot, uh, are either of you guys fans of the show Twin
2: Peaks?
0: Yes, of course. I think we've already talked about this on the show.
2: We certainly have. Or at least I
0: have with Jason. Yep. Um, Yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited about this.
1: Yeah. I I just recently uh, finished uh, both seasons, and so... Twenty five years later, being next year, not two thousand fifteen but two thousand sixteen, we finally get to see uh see what happens to Agent Dale Cooper and his damn fine coffee cravings.
0: We'll see. I think they're gonna confuse us even more. You will not know what happens to him. You will just Probably be able to speculate.
1: So. I mean, I, I read some interviews with uh David Lynch, and he was talking about how they're There definitely will be a lot of uh, uh, loose ends tied up, but David Lynch isn't exactly known for happy endings if you've seen, like, Blue Velvet and anything like that. Sure. But I'm stoked, because Agent Cooper easily became, like, one of my all-time favorite characters. He's just such a cutie. Such a lovable little guy.
2: Well, I... You know, I don't know. I get conflicted about shows that were on tv like coming back being rebooted um you know wondering if it's just going to destroy what you know the, the legacy the legend that was created um uh, you know it's similar with star wars you know you, you worry um what the product will be and how that's going to affect um you know the legacy of what's been created but that's the nature of things, and I guess you just got to suck it up and, and let uh, progress happen. But...
1: Yeah, I mean, you always have the option of just not accepting it and not watching it.
2: Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's like I've done with Star Wars, and many have done with Star Wars, with uh, 1, 2, and 3, just kind of pretending those never happened.
1: Yeah. I was about to say, if you've never seen them, then you are a lucky person.
0: <laughs> I know. Okay, So how messed up is this, though? I'm actually considering before the next episode, watching them in sequence of one, two, three, four, five.
2: I had the same idea. That's crazy. Well,
0: I'm sure that the, the most of the planet has, but um, it's kind of going against the idea of trying to pretend that they didn't exist.
2: Well, and to well, be fair, like I, I dislike those movies so much that I am pretty sure I only watched each of them once. So to be fair, I probably should watch them again. But, uh, yeah, I can see that happening before number seven.
0: We can see our, our, our buddy Dan Mattson, uh
2: That's right. Japan. That's right. Jar Jar's horse wrangler. <laughs> yeah. That was Dan?
0: Yeah. That was
1: Dan. Wow, that's funny. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, so um, he was walking behind Jar Jar's horse, scooping up the poop. Oh, nice. Yeah. Great cameo. He's He he has a trading card, I think.
1: He does. (laughs) Nice. I mean, just thinking about how, okay, they've said the extended universe of Star Wars, all the novels and all that stuff is pretty much like out the window. I'm just going to go ahead and lump the first three movies into that category because frankly, I don't know. I'm putting a lot of faith in the new reboot and, and, and mainly just because Disney bought up Marvel and did such a great job, has done such a great job with all the Marvel movies. So and, and I really trust J.J. J. Abrams as a as a director, so I'm putting a lot of faith in this one. I think it's easy I think it's safe to say that no matter what he does, it's gonna be better than the prequels. So right. I'm just gonna go ahead and write off those, pretend that those yeah. are getting scrapped with the rest of the extended universe. I mean, yeah.
0: You can only I mean, go up from Rockwell. in my
2: opinion it's safest. Yeah, exactly. You can only
1: go up from Hayden Christensen.
2: <laughs> yes. No, I, I have high hopes too. I'm, I'm with you. I think I am, am optimistic. I think it's going to be great. And I mean, Star Wars fans are hungry for new Star Wars. I think that the, the timing is right. The the team and everything that's kind of come together is exactly what needed to happen. So fingers crossed. I think it's going to be good. And Caleb, I can't wait to hear what you think about Star Wars number one, Star Wars comics returning to Marvel.
1: Oh man, I'm super. I'm super super amped. Uh, the, and it was so great. The first little indication. I don't know if you guys uh, keep up with the Marvel Agents of Shield show.
2: I don't. Somewhat. You know, I started watching it and I completely got lost. But I do like it. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I've kept up with it pretty pretty strongly, and there's this very attractive female uh, that kind of comes in, in in season two, and she's just wearing this giant. Blaring Star Wars ad on her shirt. Um, let's, let's just say it was boosted up by, uh, you know, her feminine presence. Uh, presence. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, is uh, that that uh, that's pretty cool too. I kind of completely just lost exactly what I was trying to say. We were but, talking uh,
2: about the comic. Star Wars oh yeah, the one. comic.
1: Uh, yes, I am looking forward to Star Wars number one, but mainly just because if I want to see uh, Billy D. Williams, I just want to see a Billy D. Williams spinoff. I want a whole entire movie. There's just nothing left but Lando.
2: Well, I'm glad you know I ha- I haven't watched any of Rebels, but uh, it's cool He's to back. see him in an episode of Rebels. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still. I mean, I don't think there's any chance, but I'm still hoping he pops up in seven. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Maybe it's one of those things where they've um, denounced the cameo so much just to then super surprise people. I hope
2: so. Because, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before. It sucks so much how there are no surprises anymore because everything, you know, every single day you've got to have like a hundred new rumors and half of those are true. And I mean, nothing's a surprise anymore.
1: It's oh, I, no I kind of remember what I was going at. Did you guys happen to see the article that uh, George Lucas, before the Disney buyout, was planning another trilogy reboot?
2: Yes, and I forget um, which outlet um, in their article about that today in the headline said um, something like in parentheses said um, like "Thank goodness it didn't happen" or something. You know, it's like haven't you punished us enough, George? Yeah. Yeah, Disney saved us from that. But yeah, pretty interesting that he had all these plans. Um, I think I also saw a headline today saying something about uh, he originally wanted to sell Lucasfilm after uh, Empire Strikes Back. If only he had. Yeah. Well, no, I mean – Good job with the the original trilogy. But uh, Disney, I'm excited to have it in their hands. And you know what? Rogue Planet uh, is going to be at the Star Wars celebration in Anaheim this year. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to check out Disneyland to see the changes they've made um, since acquiring the rights to Star Wars. Because uh, in my opinion – more Star Wars they can add to the park just enhances Disneyland, and I love Disneyland already. So
0: well, I I don't I don't know if Caleb knows that that um you and I are actually going to the Star Wars celebration.
2: That's right. I do. I do now. You bastards. <laughs> That's right. We we just broke the news.
0: Yeah, so we will be there covering that, and uh, I'm excited to go back to Disneyland. I haven't been there since I was like 11, probably so many moons ago. And uh, but, yeah, I mean, I've read some rumors about what's going to happen uh, now that they've acquired Star Wars. And it sounds like they're not going to do too much too quickly. Uh, but there's definitely some some attractions that that are there. So and
2: the the rumors have been out there. You know, they have definitely talked about doing a Star Wars theme park, theme park, a standalone theme park. And I think that's the greatest idea.
0: So this is a, a bit of a tangent. Um, an ad just popped up for this. Has anybody watched the new Agent Carter show?
2: I have not. I have not.
0: Okay. Isn't it on, uh, is it on? It's not on Netflix. Which, it's on ABC.
1: Yeah, you can watch it on
2: Hulu. I just haven't checked it out yet.
0: I haven't either. I heard it got, it pulled in a lot of people the first uh, episode. We'll see if that continues.
2: I'm currently in the middle of, uh, watching on Netflix an ABC series. What? Once. I think that's what um, it's
0: called. I watched some of that the first season, and then I got over it.
2: So I like really didn't like it the first one or two episodes. It took me like three episodes to get into it, and now I'm invested, so I'm plowing through it.
0: I've got a couple hot hot dudes on it, but that's about it.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why I watch it. <laughs> that makes me that reminds me of uh, the Jillian Anderson uh, interview on Nerdist podcast. Um, they were talking about how how good uh, David Duchovny looks in jeans.
0: I agree or, uh, with that. How,
1: I think he looks pretty good in drag in Twin Peaks.
0: <laughs> or or naked on or, Californication. Exactly. He just looks good. Yeah. So enough about that. Um, there was some big technology news that might not be, be that big, but it could be, is that, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, GoPro's stock fell 12% because... Um, Apple, Apple announced a patent to do, yeah, mounted cameras.
2: That's right. I don't think GoPro really needs to worry right now. I mean, you know, stocks right are so fickle and things change so rapidly. But, I mean, GoPro has established itself as that. I mean, it has its own market. And although Apple is Apple and, you know, they've got the Apple fanboys and, and everybody will go and buy their expensive products, um, It's almost guaranteed that whatever Apple comes out with is going to be expensive, more expensive than the GoPro. GoPro is GoPro. I mean people refer to those crash cams, those those action cameras that you take with you as GoPros. It doesn't matter what the brand is. I mean they've like created their own thing. I think they're nice and secure – and uh, they're just enormous. GoPro is enormous. They're a monster. I don't think they can be taken down.
0: Oh yeah, I don't. I'm not worried for them at all. It was just uh, definitely something that caught my eye today.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking and,
1: of mounted cameras, did you guys see that uh, CNN? No, don't that...
2: talk about porn.
1: No. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, no. Uh, did you see that uh, the FAA cleared for CNN to use drones for news reporting?
2: I did see that. Yeah, that's interesting. And, I mean, this is going to be such a crazy year um, and going forward because of drones. I mean, everybody has a drone now. It's crazy. You know, they were a hot Christmas item, um, and everybody's coming out with with their own drone version of a drone. And uh, I was just talking today with Maureen about this, uh, this company that – unveiled their drone at uh, ces the con- consumer electronics show in vegas um called the AirDog action sport drone and this thing is interesting because you wear a bracelet on your wrist and it's designed for action sports so like if you're on a quad you put this bracelet on bracelet on your wrist you launch the drone take off on the quad and the drone follows you and it, it has a camera mounted on it so you can get cool aerial shots of you, uh, romping around on your quad or, you know, mountain biking or doing a whole whatever. new era of selfies. Exactly. So, so Exactly. You're doing these aerial selfies. Um, So, I mean, people have these things that are flying around. That's going to be crazy. And, I mean, that's just insane because those things obviously are piloting themselves. They're going to crash into stuff. That's Mm -hmm. dangerous. And just everybody has drones and nobody knows rules and restrictions. There there really aren't any. But, you know, with restricted airspace and things like that, I mean, you're just littering the sky. There's going to be problems all over the place. It's chaos. I think we – no, you go.
0: Okay. Well, I was just going to say, speaking of dangerous drones – I've got to tell Caleb this. Uh, Jason has seen this video. Um, Our CEO today (laughs) sent me a video of a drone equipped with a machine gun. Holy shit. Which he then piloted over to a scene of dummies around a card table playing poker and obliterated them all with this drone.
2: A drone with a machine gun. It was terrifying. And let me guess, he
1: 3D printed all of it no (laughs) dude i'm seriously like i think we're all just waiting for a a plane wreck to happen because of drones like that's when laws start getting made
2: it's it's inevitable unfortunately i mean there are countless cases of near misses that airlines you know flying and there are Objects. I mean, they're they're UFOs or unidentified flying objects, but in many of the cases, they're likely drones piloted by idiots on the ground who are, hey, I just got a present. See how high it can go. Um, yeah. Was well, this America that the guy had the uh, machine oh, no. gun? Russia, Russia.
0: Russia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: no, this guy. This guy's a YouTube channel where he just like has like crazy guns and bombs and stuff and blows shit up. So
0: the other video he sent us today was of this guy. Um, showing his three favorite guns to survive the apocalypse and he tested them on alien dummies
2: yeah so he blasts Mm, the shit out of these aliens and you know with high-powered um sniper rifles and machine guns and shotguns and then in the end he uh decides to blow it up with a uh, with some sort of explosive yeah it's in russia he guy i don't know (laughs) He can buy buy whatever he wants, uh, any type of ammunition, and uh, just go crazy on his YouTube. So, wow. Insanity. It,
0: a lot of hits.
2: Yeah. People like seeing shit blown up. Yeah. Well, yeah. we got off of uh, Star Wars number one, but I just want to get back to that, talk about how excited I am. It comes out tomorrow, and I don't know. I was like hoping that it was like the rest of the world and you could just easily buy it online. I haven't seen that yet, and – I'm, I'm a, a comic novice, so I don't really know how to go about getting comics except by going to the comic book store, and that seems to be the way you do it, um, and I know there are comic book stores here in Boise that are going to carry it, but I actually just went on Marvel's website and subscribed to it, so I'm probably going to have to go and pick up the first issue just to appease my desire to see it tomorrow, but I have to wait six to eight weeks for my first subscription to arrive. So so they mail you the comics? Yes. Man, that would freak me out a little bit because
1: so much like I, I order a lot of books on Amazon and even like new stuff that I'll order still gets like screwed up sometimes.
2: Yeah, I'll see how it how it works out. Um, you know, you save a lot compared to the the newsstand price, but uh, we'll see. They they arrive all fucked up. I'll I'll change my my approach. But I saw that option to get them mailed to me and I jumped on it because I like having stuff mailed to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I've actually uh not I haven't really been paying too much attention to the comic book circuit because I'm actually working on one. <laughs>
2: that is exciting and we've talked about it a little bit before, but tell us more about your progress on that.
1: Okay, so um, about, I guess, a year ago, I really started working on my website, theclerkchronicles.com. Uh, it's a webcomic. If, uh, if you haven't heard, it's a webcomic. It's all free. There's free music you can download, uh, that of which I'm also working on. The first uh, full issue of The Clerk Chronicles comic book, and I'm working on a new album, maybe an EP. I don't know. It's just, But there's going to be more music. Um, but I think the long-term goal, as I'm making it, I'm, I'm making it to the dimensions that it could be printed if need be. And I think the long-term goal is that I want to kind of, uh, when I have enough together, a couple of issues, I kind of want to print it out in, like, graphic novel form, and then I'll probably do, um, like, print-on-demand stuff with that. But, yeah, it's uh, science fiction, futuristic stuff. I just got four uh, new pages done. And I've got a bunch more on the way, so theclerkchronicles.com. Check it out. Go download some free tunes. And, uh, yeah, I actually I have a SoundCloud page also, which is just soundcloud.com slash theclerk. And uh, I had, like, I had a cover go mini-viral, which was actually pretty cool. I did uh, Missing You by John Waite. You know that song?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, yeah, it just, like, picked up on the Internet. And uh, in the past, uh, like, few months, it's gotten over 2,000 plays and, like, almost 500 downloads. So that's pretty good for <laughs> for an artist that nobody really knows of. And then I did a cover of uh, Don't Come Around Here No More by Tom Petty, and that one did pretty well. And then I did Only You by Yazoo. I don't know if you know that song, but they played it at the end of Can't Hardly Wait, the angsty 90s teen film. So, uh, yeah. Hit that up. Get yourself some free shit. It's all downloaded. Download for free. So yeah, I do enjoy your covers. I'm glad you do. You're are you the only? Are you the guy that listened to it? You listen to my song two thousand times.
2: <laughs> Most likely. And uh, you know, you're it's it's your other band, right? Uh, when you covered Toto. Uh, yeah. Well, that was like a. That was a
1: clerk cover from way back in the day. Okay. The Clerk project has existed for a yeah. really long time, but I'm thinking about
2: redoing it.
0: Well, did I see that Toto's like Yes. 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 Okay.
2: Okay. Jason posted <laughs> that on my know. wall. I posted They're it like... on, on his Facebook wall right when I saw it because okay. when I think when I think of Toto, I think of Caleb now. He's he's ruined me. So. <laughs> it, it is a good cover. You should redo it though. Yeah, I think I will any other covers on the horizon
1: um god you know i was for the for a minute there i was really really contemplating doing david bowie's magic dance from labyrinth Hmm. but uh there's like i don't know if i could pull it off because in that song there's like so many like slime and snails and puppy dog tails (laughs) it's kind of silly so i don't really know if i could perfect for you I don't know if I could pull it off with dignity
0: you should sure try it's a great song uh,
1: i might i I might just try to make it really fucking weird
2: well to make it weird, I think you should do it as a combination video animation project
1: i yeah i'm i i am actually or just live uh, yeah i'm I'm working on some of that sort of stuff too i'm I'm gonna be putting together some music videos for the clerk uh music here in the next little while i'm really trying to work on the comic book but there's going to be all kinds of media uh associated with it so yeah
2: well that's amazing dude congratulations on that i mean i know how hard you've been working on it and i'm excited to see it all come out um so yeah continued good luck and uh you'll have to share some sneak peeks with me because i'm really into that stuff and uh you know, I think you got uh, bested by, by uh, Mr. Mr. Tom DeLong.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Tom is putting out something kind of similar, uh, but his is more kind of based around like dreams and stuff, and yeah. mine is just like straight up. It's in the future. Straight it's post singularity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Makes me happy. Good.
0: Plus, he's got a big budget behind him, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I kind of like the fact. I think that that might. Be um kind of be not a selling point, but maybe an interest point for me because i I, fe- I feel like people tend to really enjoy stuff that is all completely produced independently and because i like have spent so many years of my life behind a computer learning how to like do audio design and uh and and photoshop and all that sort of stuff i get I can completely produce literally every single aspect of this, and so I think people might. Enjoy the fact that there's, like, literally no budget. There's, like, no funding behind what I do at all.
2: And, yeah, I I, I know as a a fan, I think that's an added element of of badassery to be able to say that, you know, you are the artist who did everything. It's not like, you know, I did the story, but so-and-so did the art and -and so-and-so did the music or whatever. It's just – it's all you. You are the artist. It's right. your, your complete vision. You had control of all of it. You created all of it. That's that's awesome.
0: I don't know. That's yeah. a lot of Hanks.
2: It is a lot of It Hanks. is. <laughs> it's, but you know, the and best part about it. as we've said many times on this show, uh, you can only handle so much Hanks.
0: You need your that's, Hanks in that's doses. True. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I love it because I just don't have to wait on anybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the best, especially Except with for music and you've, yeah, you're your own roadblock and you can beat yourself up. But yeah, you've talked about that in music too. You know, it's nice not having to wait, wait on other people and, and work around other people's schedules um, because that can be the biggest roadblock in, in any creative project. Yeah, for sure.
0: And um, on my end, I'm so brain dead right now because of uh, planning the conference coming up which uh unfortunately we won't have you there again this year caleb you're too busy yeah, sadly so yeah.
2: caleb's too important yeah the world needs me elsewhere
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah All right. but we are coming up to the ufo conference so anybody interested in ufos and aliens want to come check out the largest ufo conference in the world Check out ufocongress.com for all the information on that. Maureen and I will be there. Caleb, unfortunately, will not. But uh, that will probably be the next event where we'll be. Then after that, 2015 is getting crazy already. Like we said, we're going to be at uh, the Star Wars celebration. We're probably going to be at Denver Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con perhaps, New York Comic-Con. It's just out of control. All the (laughs)
0: cons.
2: All the cons all the time.
0: Yeah, right. It's One every weekend
1: can't do it
2: con yep. con it's con, a, it's it 's the con for con from Star trek con yes exactly con. the con con i'm sure that exists somewhere come on I mean that's like <laughs> brilliant I've even thought about that and i 'm stupid, but uh, <laughs> all right well that's we're done that's all for this episode of the rogue planet podcast. Thanks for checking us out guys uh we'll be back soon with another episode. Check out our website, rogueplanet.tv, for all the latest in geekery. And uh, thanks for hanging out, Maureen and Caleb.
0: Yeah, sorry I wasn't very lively.
2: That's all right. That's what we get for doing these uh, post-workday kind of jobs. And and
0: especially when
2: when you're sober. Yeah, sober doesn't help. But (laughs) uh, we'll fix that next time. Again, thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Adios. Peace, bitches.